Welcome to the Kawartha Small Business Podcast, where we believe the Kawarthas can be the most thriving region in Canada for small businesses. I'm Brian Rupp from Thoughtful Coach. And I'm Matt Garrity of Maddie G Digital. Uh, before we get started, head over to Kawartha Small Business Podcast.ca slash checklist and download Matt and Brian's marketing checklist for Kawartha Small Businesses. Uh, we are recording today from the Thrive Podcast Studio. Thrive co-working community at 18 Kent Street West in beautiful downtown Lindsay. All right, Matt, are you all set for the show? I'm super prepared as always. Please tell me what we're talking about. All right, we are having a fun one today. Uh, we're talking about holiday feasts. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> it is uh, coming up on Christmas and you know, in the summer times, you know, we've done some kind of casual episodes that uh, people seem to like. So I thought we would do one just around holiday feast because it comes the season where it's feasting season. So. I was looking at the social media strategy for, I guess it was this month as we're putting it out. I was talking to McKenna last week about this and we talked about the episodes and she's like, well, what are we talking about in this one for the description? And I was like, I have no idea what Brian has in store for this one. It was. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, it's a good holiday. Uh, McKenna should also know that there's an entire tab on the spreadsheet where I, <laughs> well, I know what these things I looked are. afterwards and I want to say at the time I read it, I'm like, oh, okay, this makes more sense. Like this is fun, but I just thought it was funny. Yeah. It was that. And I know a couple other coming up with this one specifically. I was like, what is this even about? And we're like, this is just a fun conversation. Fun conversation. I think, um, it's important that, you know, from a small business standpoint, the way I wanted to loop it was talking about, you know, are people having like a fun party to celebrate the year you know, with, with their staff? Um, are they feasting? Are businesses taking advantage of the feasting season? People are, you know, out, want to eat cool stuff, you know, celebrate. You want to connect with friends. You know, we, you know, we're still in a pandemic. We've had a few years where we haven't been able to really do that connecting. Everyone's been nervous about it. I think people still maybe are a little bit, but it's, I think now people are still leading into it and they want to connect and do stuff. So it's kind of a, just a interesting thing to talk about. The thing my mind went to business wise right away was very similar to that and i am always surprised but not always surprised but thinking about now that you don't see a lot of people that sell food and have restaurants really promoting going to their restaurant around the holiday besides the corporate lunch or the corporate dinner or okay you don't want to cook come to our place for christmas dinner what about those days leading up to Christmas and the days after Christmas when you're on break and you don't want to cook and you're tired of turkey and festive food and like that's the time to fill your belly with Chinese food and Thai food and Indian food and something different. And I don't think those restaurants do a good enough job of planting that seed in our head. The only one that does, and it's a dirty word, but McDonald's, they're the ones this time of year, I think, or around Christmas, they send out that 
big pamphlet of coupons. And it's like only valid until February because they're trying to get people that frankly have spent a lot of money on presents and everything. Yeah. So it's hard. But I do think it's a chicken and the egg situation. Like, are people not going to the restaurants because they don't have money? Or are people not going to the restaurants because they're not really being told to go to the restaurants? Yeah, I really like that. And I think it's, you know, feasting on the energy that's out there. Because uh, you're right about those buffer days, the days where you might connect with people who you're not going to a big party, but it's like, hey, you know, let's meet up for lunch that day. Let's you know, take a break and go out. Um, there's like a whole bunch of reasons. And I think a lot of businesses or restaurants are like, well, I'm busy, right? It's going to be busy anyway. So they don't really market. But, you know, we've talked a bit before, Marketing isn't about survival. It's about building a business that really thrives. So, you know, if you can be a bit more full or you can bring people into, you know, a special that you have that's like a bit more profitable, create that special event where you're connecting with, you know, that person who's out of town and they're home for the holidays. So you want to, you know, you're not their immediate family that you're going to reconnect. So, like, come for this reconnection lunch or something like that. Like there's all these reasons to just capture that. Yeah, my routine collapses over any holiday. Like I take a week off and even if I'm staying locally, everything I normally do, thrown out the window. Yeah. And I love food. I love going out. I love takeout, whatever. That's the time to tell me. Well, not me because I'm already going to do it. But tell those other people. I like, think it's the time for you, though, if it's someone's new. Like, yeah. Try this thing that's different. Like, you know, you're, you're someone who's out there exploring, but like, or even just model you. Like, how do we get more people like you to explore that? Yeah, for sure. And like, there's even restaurants, a uh, restaurant locally, and I won't say their name, I won't say the industry, um, but it came out of nowhere and people got excited about it. I've not seen a single thing about it since it opened. Um, there was a lot of people like, hey, we're going here. This is exciting. And now, like, I almost forgot that it existed. And someone the other day is like, hey, have you been to this place? I'm like, oh, I totally forgot. Yeah. Um, and it's something I would be very interested in going to. I've not been yet. Uh, but little places like that, like, they have to be telling me that they exist and Gross. reminding me that they exist, especially this time of year. What I love too about your, your stories, you're like all routine collapses in those few weeks, which is a great opportunity to establish new routines yeah. for the new year because your routine collapses and you get into like your new year's resolution and planning. So now you start visualizing, okay, what's my next move? Like, so if you try like a new food, you might be like, oh, this is something that I want to do on a regular basis. Um, I'm like that with you know, certain things because I I like food, but I don't not um, as actively exploring as you are. You're like the king of like discovering everything, but I'm like the okay. Well, I would like to go, you know, get taken a bit more often, or like you know, I just got my new uh, teaching schedule for next year, and it's like oh, on this day I'll be like driving home at this time. Mm-hmm. I should get taken. What should that be? So it's a time around the holidays to like try out 
How did you end up at Twisted Indian last week? Oh, last week? Yeah. Oh, that was a specific... Uh, you were meeting with an aunt? Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay. Cold called. Uh, you, you did a... Um, got his contact information. Yeah. But that's, you know, a great place that I love getting takeout from. Fairly regular basis. Uh, but sometimes I forget. And I, like, you know, you and I both go to the same gym in that same plaza. And, like, I work out at, like, that perfect time sometimes to, like, leave there go get takeout and go home. So like it's one of my go to like places. So it's like until I discovered that, yeah. It wasn't like I didn't even know it was there for a while and then I did. So it's like the perfect time to be like, oh I want something different. Yeah. Let me try this. You know what's wild about what you just said though too? He's one of the guys that does a lot of marketing. He's posting regularly. So oh, imagine yeah, like good. he's getting lost in the grand scheme of things, because there's so much and there's so much content and there's so much going on in our lives and he's doing a good job consistently posting stuff. Imagine if you're not that person and you're a business that's just not posting ever and you're gone, oh, you're toast. Like talking, it's funny, we'll, this, we'll veer off and you know, some of the things he shared with me in our conversation, we'll happily talk about them. Uh, from his perspective, he hasn't done a lot. But I think he's a vibrant person yeah. who like talks to everyone. And while I was there, like he knew everyone coming in. And even like when I went, we had emailed and I don't think he knew who I was. He was like, Oh, I know you. <laughs> he was like, I know exactly who you are. Um, and you know, we had, like, uh, you know, it was a great person like that. And word of mouth and like that regular posting has helped sort of draw people in. And from his perspective, he is not even trying extra hard to like really get people to come to like feels like, hey, it's been great, but like, yeah, I you know, more more to go. People don't know that exists, or they're like hesitant to try. Yeah. And I think they've been a master at the people who walk in and aren't really sure what to do. Mm. And they like you start handing them some samples or like when I was there, there was all sorts of people who you wouldn't think would go there, mm -hmm. who were all like so excited to be there for what they were carrying home. Oh yeah, desperate for that type of food here, and like so welcomed. And I saw it driving by for a while, and then I heard that it was opening, and I was like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go. I like five different people like, have you been there yet? It's amazing. Yeah, and like you said, I think you said five. He's such a vibrant guy. He's so nice, so smart, um, will be hugely successful. And I'm like, their best marketing, and not to rely on this, like, their food is so good. Oh, like, man. you eat it and it's addictive. Like, you know, like, I'm eating this now, but I know I need to eat this more. <laughs> yeah. And there's like different things. It's like, I want to eat this next time. Like, it's really cool. Yeah. It's a good, uh, Good example of a nice feast you can have that's not a turkey feast. Yes. Do you love turkey dinners? I uh, do. I like turkey dinner. I um, more and more. Um, I don't love, or I, I I like turkey dinners. I am open to. Um, I love when restaurants do like a special. So, for example, uh, we both like the restaurant Rare in Peterborough. They have like Christmas 
around Christmas special that looks outstanding. Um, I'm actually going there the week before with like someone, so I probably won't get there for that special, but I do like like a really nice chef prepared like turkey dinner. I also like it. I don't love um, you know, all at once where there's like pressure, like the eating volumes. I just didn't feel good. So that's why I like you, you go and you have like something on a plate where maybe you're, you're definitely full, but you've like tried like amazing different elements without overeating. I used to think that people love turkey dinners because they were so rare. Like you only have them one to three times, yeah, maybe. Depending on your family, like, are you a, a ham at Christmas or are you turkey? Ham at Easter it was like to me. It was like, oh, you're supposed to have a ham at Easter. Oh yeah. And then what's the other holiday? That's Thanksgiving, good. I guess. So that's turkey, and then Christmas was always turkey too. Um, so in my mind, I was like, this is so good because it's we don't have it very often, and it's exciting. And the older you get, you realize there's a world out there. And I understood in the world, there's people that just have turkey dinners, oh, just nice. cuts. And that is fascinating to me still. Yeah. We've had uh, like quote turkey dinners twice with our kids in the last like 30 days. But it's like a chicken, like yeah. well roasted chicken and then mashed potatoes, stuffing, and carrots, which we had last night. And I literally didn't eat the carrots. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just eating the brown, salty stuff, like the turkey, the gravy. And the stuffing and the mashed potatoes. It's glorious. Oh, yeah. It's great. And, you know, you can just fire it up. And be, yeah, that's, it's like the feasting happiness, right? Getting together. So. Yeah. And uh, we, I always grew up, like, my dad put so much effort into his, like, turkey dinners and, like, a thousand sides, which I think is kind of a waste of time because you don't get a chance to, like, really enjoy oh, yeah. one. And then he would always go, like, all out this stuffing. I've like fallen in love with stovetop stuffing. No additive, nothing added to it. Just get that green, oh, yeah. dry stuffing, put it in boiling water, eat it. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so much better than people make it out. They're like, oh, no, homemade stuffing is the way to go. I'm like, have you actually eaten stovetop, though? It's delicious. Oh, yeah. Tendy, yeah, uh, really good. Yeah, there's so many delights out there, yeah. which is really cool. What do you guys do for Christmas dessert, though? Because I always thought dessert was pumpkin pie also, which now, in hindsight, makes almost no sense. I think it can be. I think, um, so what I did last year, uh, what I'm probably going to do every year, is to spread out the Christmas and the feasting. It's pre-ordered from Two Dishes Cookshop which had bricks and mortar. Now they have more pop-up, but they're still doing the pre-orders. I've got this like, outstanding, I basically ordered a Christmas dinner so that I could have leftovers and pick the way at it. But uh, I had this pie, all their pies are like artwork there, and it's like the perfect like slice of pie. So I had one that, I think it was a, uh, Whiskey butterscotch pie, like a cream pie. Yeah, it was um, yeah, it was a butterscotch sort of base and cream on it. It was outstanding, like a work of art. Um, So I like that. 
typically for my family growing up, my grandma always made like uh, banana cream pies. I like pumpkin too. I like lots of different pies, but uh, that was always like my dessert. Some people do like Christmas pudding, which is not my thing. I was about to like, what's the definitive Christmas dinner dessert? I think every like a Yule type different. That's more of like a Christmas Eve type in certain like yeah cultures and families. Like yeah, I don't know that there is a definitive. Or it could be like the variety of pies that people show up with. And I think now there's a lot of people who like to do different little things mm. at Christmas. I like uh, the last few years where we just basically eat the like Christmas cookies or the Christmas desserts that everyone give out. So you get like a mix of like your stained oh, glass yeah. window and shortbread and gingerbread and just eating a mix of that. I could oh, oh. Nibel bars are one of my all-time favorite desserts. Oh, yeah. Like, I just remember this. I think last year, and usually every year, I'll go to M&M's, like, once a year, and I'll buy, like, a slab of Nibel bars. I'm the only person in the home that eats oh, yeah. it. <laughs> I go hard on Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, my plan this year is to get a box from the Sweet Kitchen. Oh, yeah. Just pick away at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you said, I kind of thought that they did the Nibel bars for a second. Oh. almost fell off my chair. I don't think they do. But the way you said it, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that too. I, I like those different things. I think for me, it sort of changes every year, but there's always that. Yeah. Sort of like the feasting season, I think, as a business, you want to take advantage of it, create some new things. Oh, yes. Yeah. a little bit. Celebrate. I don't know. I haven't really heard of any cool like business Christmas parties. I think it's a thing where I think the sort of corporate party gets either a bad name or people just don't do it as mm. much. Um, you know, some people try to do different things, but I do. I love the idea of if you have a team just doing something. Maybe you postpone it due to like January, mm. so you're not taking. Family time, but I think it's a good time of year to you know, just appreciate it and enjoy everything that's happening. I think people still do like the corporate party. I think we're a little bit out of the loop because we're not employed by anyone really. Uh, we're doing a little starting point on Saturday oh, with nice. the contractors there going to Ponte Vino. We did that last year. That was a weird night because that was the day that power went out in the middle of the day. Uh, it was winter, and um, I did not get to shower before going out, and it was just felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> great story, great story. <laughs> um, and then, I'm like Thrive, we're doing a holiday open house on Friday, December the sixteenth, from twelve to two. Classic sort of holiday open house, and just drop in, hang out, chat, say hi. Um, and then real talk, we looked into doing like a small business holiday party at Thrive and we still plan on doing it in the future. We probably left it to the last minute because there's a lot more prep than we thought. But the idea was you have a small team of one to four or six or 10 people or profit coach 
and you're sad and lonely over the holidays. I'm so sad. No so one's inviting you to holiday parties, clearly. It's it was true. like, well, why would you not join in something like that as a business community where you can get together with my team and your team and other teams that are smaller and get together in a room, eat, hang out, entertain. Maybe we try to do it too big, but we had like pricing for caterer. We had pricing for like entertainment, like musicians and stuff. It was way more than I thought it was going to be. And I was not confident we had the audience to support it yet. In my head, like my marketing brain was like, we got to hustle this. And then I like with the numbers, I was like, we were going to like make money off of it. But in my head, I'm like, is this enough for the amount of hustle I was about to do? And I just was like, I don't want to do this right now. This is a distraction for me. Um, so we walked away from it. Um, does that mean it's not going to happen next year? I really hope it happens next year. I'm pretty sure the end of the conversation we had with the Thrive team was um, this conversation starts in July. Yeah. <laughs> and we need to nail this down in July and go from there because there was a lot of verbal as People get excited, especially newer, greener people when someone's like, oh, I love that idea. I'm going to come to that. And people think, oh, that's going to be a profitable exercise. Yeah. I've been doing this long enough to know that that does not always add up. Um, so I, again, like people were excited about it. We need to execute it and plan it properly because I do think it's a good idea. And I'm, honestly, I think it's a great idea, <laughs> to, frankly. Yeah, I think there's great ideas like that. Uh, so loop us back and close us off what you said there about people like the idea and that's where you gotta like call people to action and like get a deposit yeah and i think every business wants to have like holiday parties they don't always think about it but sometimes just if you're that restaurant like being the one that's like hey would you like to book it for this date this time is like just the way to like you know, lock it in you know, get your business pre-booked for holiday parties, offer something cool, um, offer some sort of promotion to make the guests to come back like in January, February when it's like yeah. the, the downtime for restaurants. Like there's just ways to like take advantage of all of those things. I'm thinking out loud now too. Uh, when's, is it like Christmas in July? That's the big thing. Christmas in July, yeah. I should have that all planned for Thrive ahead of time. So like April, we start um, some sort of planning for here, all our holiday events in December. We do Christmas in July market, and then we'll announce all of those type of things and buy more time to hustle people and call them to action. Yeah, get them, get them in, get them signed up, so. Thanks for this coaching session. Awesome. Coaching <laughs> session done. If you would uh, like to be on the podcast, if you would like to attend the 2023 Thrive Holiday Feast, uh, you know where to find us. You can send us an email. We send it up at Podcast.ca.